to another Justice League episode of Cineblokes. I'm your host, Benjamin Baker, and with me... Oh, right. Yeah, I'm not usually here. Yeah, so, this is what happened, right? Uh, Caitlin and I went to see the Justice League. We've just come from the film. Uh, however, Caitlin brought a friend, and then Caitlin decided that he hated the film so much before it even started that he left. That's right. Something about there was no Nicolas Cage involved. Yeah, he's very and... adamant about that, and I don't know why he thought well, he you, was in the film. You know, well, you know, he was going to play Superman back in the day. Yeah. And so he sort of thought that was going to... Well, like, when he came back to life, he thought, it'll be Nicolas Cage. Yeah, look, I don't know. He fucked off, and, so, and now I've got you. So I, yeah. hope you're, I hope you're up to snuff for this. So, so you just talk about the film, eh? Yeah, you, you know, we break it down into sections. We don't do spoilers. So uh, we do the review, spoiler-free. We give everybody a moment. And then if there's spoiler things that we want to discuss, we do it at the end. All right. It's it's pretty simple. I mean, we basically do, you know, uh, overall plot, casting, action, and then just give our general review. We rate it out of five, so you pick something that from the film that makes you, you know, four out of five mother boxes, whatever you want. All right, sounds Don't take good. that. That's mine. What? No. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Do I, do I say who I am? Uh, no, you know, nobody cares. All right. No, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, please, oh. tell us who you are. So, I'm Angus MacDonald. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from Scotland. Yeah. All right, so there you go. Introduction over. What are you expecting? I'm from Jersey. <laughs> well, I know that's where you come from. You know what? doesn't matter. Um, look, uh, as you all know... I am not the biggest DC film fan. Uh, I love all of their cartoons. I think the stuff that they do with the animated films are fantastic. I think they do a great job. Uh, but over the course of however many years they've been trying to do it, it hasn't been many. Um, so ever since Man of Steel, I have not been on board with most of what they brought out. Wonder Woman was extremely refreshing to me. I thought it was one of their best outings so far. And everything about this film made me very nervous. Um, it had all the potential to be the complete mess that Batman v Superman was for me. And while this film is not problem-free, by any means, I didn't hate it. And I'm very bothered by how much I didn't hate it. I, it was it was an enjoyable watch, I, I feel. Um, it, you know, I, I know what you're talking about with the trailers. They, they did, it didn't look good. You know, it looked shite. And... It's. It was not that. It was. Uh, yeah. Dare I say, fun? I yeah. I, I I honestly believe that infusing that Joss Whedon flair of really livening up scenes, you know, and you know, some people might argue that it doesn't work and it all falls flat, but I didn't think so. I think there were, you know, there's a few moments that I just kind of had an eye roll and I was like, eh, it's not funny. Um, but for the most part, there's, you know, there's characters that shine more than normal. And those moments that have that quippy Joss Whedon style. And I think it lends a lot to the film. I think yeah. it helps a lot. I think that's something that I know Kaylin and I have complained about a lot with these DC films. Is that they're just not fun. you know. And that's Wonder Woman was fun. You had a lot of comic relief. But it also had dealt with very serious things. But you get into things like Batman v, Batman v Superman and Man of Steel. And there's just... They're joyless. There's no fun in those. And so I think infusing a bit of fun in this Justice League film um, actually made it better. 
There was a lot of uh, reviews beforehand that, that basically were saying it didn't work and that the, the Whedon reshoots were, you know, glaring. And I, I don't think that was the case at all. Uh, yeah. it, it felt, you know, pretty seamless to me, actually. It, it felt a bit more cohesive. I do have some issues, you know, I do have some issues with the story. They're not, you know, it wasn't, um, it wasn't as cohesive as I would have liked it to be, but... Again, it was not the mess that, say, something like Suicide Squad was, or or even right. Batman vs Superman. It did have a bit more of a a streamlined it, story. It it did uh, it did jump around a lot. It uh, does. I will say that. But yeah, you had a lot of moving components. But I, I feel like it, you know, in the end, it did come together. Uh, yeah. Much more so than I thought maybe it would have. Yeah. Um, but uh, for me, the most glaring problem was the special effects. And I know yeah. you're not there yet, but if I had to pick one thing that, that stood out in my mind, uh, that I was just like, oh, no, thank you. Uh, we can, you know, we can, we can change it up a bit and we can start there because that is probably one of my biggest issues with this film. Um, so let's, we'll change the order up a bit and we'll talk uh, special effects up top. Um, they were glaring from the start to me. And I've noticed that in the trailers and every new trailer, I just thought, oh, fuck, I hope the whole movie's not like this. And it is. It really is. And it, it feels oddly dated with the, the way it's done. And it goes beyond just the Zack Snyder color schemes. You know what I mean? It's just bad special effects. Someone doesn't know how mouths work. So the main, the main villain, Steppenwolf, every time he spoke... His mouth movements didn't match the words that were coming out of yeah, it. And it was it was obvious. It was obvious. It wasn't just some parts where you're like, oh, you didn't get that word right. It almost every time they do yeah. a close up of his face and he speaks, you just no, that is a computer generated face, and it's just weird. It's like you know, you've got you've got an entire studio that thrives off of making computer animated feature films, and you can't get speech right. Well, and the way the technology now, where they put the dots on the face, and and so that you know you get the actual performance from the actor. I don't see how we got what we got there. Yeah, it's, it's very odd. And I, you know, and then you know, with Cyborg, I thought Cyborg still looked shit. Um, and I, we were talking about it a bit when we were leaving the the cinema. Is you know, he there are parts where it is him. He he is really there. I I honestly thought he was just basically a mocap. You know, through and through, but there are parts where it is actually him. The problem is they have mocap of half of his face, so you're almost playing a guessing game the whole yeah. time of like, oh, is it him? Is he really there? Oh, no, he's not. Like, and there's a red light from his from his cyborg guy that that just bathes the rest of his face in light, yeah. and so you're like, is that him? Yeah, is it not him? Right. That makes it very difficult. And you know, he does. He wears a hoodie for most of the film. Because, um, you know, it takes him a little while to develop. But, you know, if you're going to do that and you're basically going to cover him up, then just do actual effects on his face. You don't need the light to be that bright. Oh. And even if you do, stick an LED light over his face. It's not that hard. I feel like uh, uh, Mortal Kombat from 1995 <laughs> yeah. with Kano. Like, that yeah. was that was a practical effect. And it, and it looked, looked good. good. Yeah. yeah, it looked better than Cyborg looked in this entire film. And it's Aye. 2017. <laughs> Um, yeah, so honestly, uh, to me, the special effects were just so, they were so glaring and they were so dated and, and they never got better to me. No, and there's another mouth that I feel like we need to talk about. Yes, we do. So uh, there was, there was rumors before the movie that 
they had to, to do reshoots and that Henry Cavill had a, a moustache and so they had to CG it out and you can tell it's like right away <laughs> he it looks so unsettling yeah it's he's nobody has an upper lip like that but it, no one it yeah, plus no, I don't know if it's just part of it was that and part of it was that they there was direction where they're like hey we need you to smile more because you know you haven't smiled in the last films yeah right and so he was like all teeth yeah it, and it looked weird yeah it, it yeah it did it really does um and it's you know I get that they had to go back and and I understand that you know you can it just again it goes back to that we've got the technology so use it you know what I mean it's just why are you making this hard on yourself like you, you know you want this film to be successful so make it make it good all the way through this is supposed to be this is your Avengers this is your flagship this is what everybody wants from you so. Yeah, you're gonna go nuts on your budget. You lost money on it, but if you make it look good, you're gonna have a better opportunity to sell people. And it, the, uh, yeah, to me, they were so glaring, and there were moments where I almost was like, I, I don't like this. Well, and it seems nowadays that the, they're making these films in a way that you can't not have special effects. Like as for a CG, like your big bads always have goons, and those goons aren't played by people they're right. they're goons that have to be computer generated because they fly about and and they make faces and, and make noises or the aliens and things like that and and they're all doing it but just obviously some do it better than others but it's a shame because you know you could you could have goons that are like soldiers yeah i, I mean I, i'm not that familiar with all comic books but surely there's villains that are men Oh yeah, it's like you know the films that I think are the most successful are the ones where wherever they're going to do a close-up, like take a Parademon for instance. If you're going to do a Parademon, let's say it's not flying and there's a few standing around, you know, Steppenwolf. Make those ones real. All the rest of them yeah. flying about and getting shot at the sky, fine. Those have to be CG. And, I get it. And we've all seen Lord of the Rings. We know that that you can make creatures that sure, look right. Sure. Even you take, and I hate to compare this because I think it's unfair, but you know, like, take something like Guardians of the Galaxy, where you've got, you know, they're, they're basically the same, the interchangeable goons, right? You've got the paper people, as he calls them. Um, and but whenever you do a close-up of them, or you only see one or two of them, they're real people. That's a costume. Whenever you see tons of them and they're all have to do things that normal people don't do then yeah they're cg'd but when you do that mix it makes it harder for that special effect to stand out and now it just looks good no matter what yeah. and, and cyborg is the same way it's like just mix him up a bit and then i won't be so bothered if his actual special effects look shit hey and when he's standing next to real people it, it... It's just so glaring. Yeah, no, it, it does. It doesn't look good. He never improves ever. In fact, I mean, the first couple of times you see him, you know, when he's wearing the hoodie and all, it doesn't look that bad. But as it as it goes, yeah, it gets worse. It yeah. does. And again, just for, just once or twice, just make a full suit of fucking armor. We know you can do it. <laughs> we know you can do it. Just make a full suit of armor, and then you know, mocap that shit or something. Like just. I don't know. It, it just felt cheap, and there's no reason for this. To I mean, be. they have working, you know, wearable Iron Man suits. Yeah. <laughs> for for the stunts and things like that, you can have a cyborg suit. Yeah. But no. 
<laughs> no, nope. So, nope. Uh, so yeah, so that's special effects. Um, let's do let's do plot. We'll go back in order. So we'll do plot and then casting, uh, and then action. Um, so yeah. So do so do we talk about the plot then? Now so we do a bit. Of... So we we do, but just remember, you know, we're going to talk about the plot in general. So that when, if there's specifics that you know you want to address, we leave that for the spoiler okay. side. So uh, a bad guy comes along and they form the Justice League to fight him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. Uh, it's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. I think you're catching on. Uh, it took Kaylin four episodes to get all that. Um, yeah, no, it, it is essentially, uh, the, the DC Avengers. I, I mean, you know, you've got, uh, you've got an otherworldly, uh, alien invasion that comes down because, you know, they, they know that Superman's dead and there's nobody defending it, which we learned in the last film. They, that was something that Batman had said, oh, you know, now that he's gone, we've got to make sure we're ready. Um, and so Batman and Diana Prince uh, decide that, hey, there is an invasion coming. We've we've got to make sure that we get everybody together. All these people that we've been looking at, um, we've got to convince them to join the team. And then, then it does become this whole like, oh, we want you to join. I don't want to join. I've got my own shit going on. Uh, and then, you know, obviously they go to fight the bad guy. They do it all wrong. They're not together. They get their ass whipped. And then they have to go back and, you know, find a new plan. Uh, and come together, right? Is it, is that, and none of those films work. I suppose. <laughs> it, uh, I did. I did read a criticism that was talking about how how stupid it was that you know you've got this one-off villain in Steppenwolf who comes down and he's got to find something like mother boxes and you know bring them all together so he can conquer the world and that's a stupid story and it's like yeah it is but that's the actual story of yeah, that, of Darkseid and Steppenwolf comic. and that you know the the mother boxes play a huge role in that entire universe and the multiverse and all of that right. um, and Darkseid especially if you and, ever get to that yeah you know? right and it, you know Steppenwolf is is kind of the the lead up to dark side well, essentially see, here's but. the problem with that formula is that so take if you want to compare to the avengers say uh so the primary villain in avengers was loki right but we've already met loki in thor yeah so we got to learn about him and and his corruption and his ambition and so it's not like we're having to relearn about him there we yeah. just learn about the technology that he's acquired that's allowing him to do what he's doing. Right. In this, we've never heard about Steppenwolf before, so we're having to learn about him, we're having to learn about the mother boxes, mm-hmm. we're having to learn about everything, yeah. and form a team of people that we've never met before in their own movies. Yes, it does, so, it does get a bit muddled, and this is where I think the film struggles a bit. And look, they handled it much better than they have in the past when they've tried to do more characters. And it, 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 despite my criticisms of this, uh, I do think it could have been done better, but it's not the worst that they could have done. Um, but I do agree. I think you're right. And I think this is where that rush job of making the Justice League before you've introduced the Justice League is where you fall short. I get that you want to try to catch, you know, you want to try to catch up, but you'd be better off Giving us your Aquaman film, your Fast film, your your um, you know your Batman solo film. You, I know it's going to take you time, but honestly, that film would serve itself better than 
you know, then trying to throw them all together. Because really, what, four out of the six Justice League characters, we've never even seen until this film. Nope. And it's, you know, it's like... I, and I can sort of see the thought process behind it a little bit. You know, it's the studio doesn't have faith in the characters themselves. Right. So we make this group picture that stars the big, the big ones, you know, the right. big guns. And then we hope that we make the characters interesting enough here so that it'll drum up business for their solo pictures. Right. But... I just, you should have done it the other way. I mean, yeah. that's the Marvel formula, and they yeah. just didn't do that. Yeah. And it, the thing is, is that the Marvel formula works. So if you're trying to duplicate, which is fine, because honestly, these characters are not bad characters. And Batman is one of my favorite characters, and DC has great characters. And we already know that you can do good solo films with characters that other people would assume wouldn't be good. Wonder Woman is a fantastic example where everyone said for years you'll never be able to do it nobody cares about Wonder Woman it's not going to be great they took a risk and that risk ended up paying off and being one of their best releases so to me I, that would almost trigger me to say okay maybe we can bank on the Flash you know what I mean it just and look you don't have to even do all of them it's well, just and you know, maybe one more <laughs> like you've got your TV shows that are they have staying power yeah and people like him which means the flash you already have a, a fan base right. that wants to see him yeah and i don't i don't even see a movie listed for him yeah up. they've got aquaman they've got uh, i think a cyborg movie but i haven't seen a flash picture right and and you know honestly i went into this uh, with, with doubts about ezra miller and uh he was fantastic let's that's a great transition so let's get into casting um, uh, and I, I, let's just start with Ezra Miller because I have the same sentiment. I, he was one of the few people in all of the casting. I mean, Cyborg, I already knew he was going to be computer generated. So honestly, it could have been anybody. Yeah, uh, it really could have and been. I, and I don't, that's no disrespect to the actor. I mean, he did the best he could with what he had, but he doesn't have anything. You know, it, for all the mo capture and whatever, we've already talked about the special effects. It really does take away from a character that could have a lot going on and he just doesn't. Is it, is it sort of, is it supposed to be irony that the actor who plays his dad, who creates him, is, is the same one who plays Miles Dyson, who creates Skynet? I, I don't know if that was on purpose, but if it was, well do. Well on you, Warner Brothers. Brilliant bit of casting. It was, it was very smart. Very smart. Um, yeah, so Ezra Miller, honestly, is one of the standouts of this film. Um, I think he has the most Joss Whedon on him. And, uh, I think it works. Uh, he is fun and he's funny and he's playful and he is almost a fish out of water because he's kind of the, the newest non-tested character. Um, this is a young Barry Allen. So this is before he really becomes the Flash. He just knows that he can do this. Um, and I honestly, he was one of the most fun and interesting characters. Uh, and I, I thought Ezra Miller nailed it to the point where I kind of do want a Flash film now. I, I I would probably watch it now, seeing his performance here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, provided that Zack Snyder was now involved. Yeah, no. Let Joss Whedon make the Flash film. <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> but he can't, because he's making a Batgirl film. Oh, yeah, it's way more important. Which, I, 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 is it going to be in the same universe, I wonder? I don't think so. Who fucking knows at this point? 
so Gal Gadot reprises, reprises her role as Wonder Woman, and uh, she, she's great. I, I mean, she does, again, she kind of, unfortunately, she does kind of fall victim to her role in Batman versus Superman, mainly because now it's an ensemble cast and we don't really get to see her, you know, fly solo, which is where I feel like she really shines. Um, but I, you know, she is clearly Wonder Woman. She clearly understands the character. And, um, yeah, I thought, I thought she was great. She still commands the screen when you, when she's on there and you, you really, you know, you want to see more of her. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as you said, it's an ensemble, so you don't, you know, you don't get to focus on her all the time. Right. Um, but she does have some great moments. Yep. And uh, Ben Affleck is the Batman. And he... I mean, he did fine. But he... I don't... I can't put my finger on the performance issue. Yeah, I don't know what it was either. Because I remember watching Batman vs. Superman and thinking... Oh, I could watch him be Batman all the time. I really enjoyed him. And now... Something was off. In the, I don't know if he just doesn't want to do it at all or what. It, it just well, something I've, was off. I've got thoughts about about Batman in this film that I can't get into yet because of spoilers. So sure. I'll wait to say more later. But just him as Bruce Wayne, there was something weird about it, and I don't know if it was the kind of jokiness that was going on, um, and and the sort of more light-hearted Bruce. Yeah, that felt weird to me because that was the thing. There was. Whoever, if it was Joss who came in and was like, "No, we've got to, we've got to fix all this," and liven it up a bit, and it, I'm not sure if that's if that's what it was or or what, because you know Zack Snyder has it so dark, and then this it felt like everybody was like smiles. It you does. Know? You know what it feels like? It feels like the transition, and it not nearly as shocking, but just in in terms of tone, it feels like watching. Batman Returns and then watching Batman Forever where the whole tone of everything about that character changes and they're almost unrecognizable from their previous person. Mm -hmm. That that was the vibe that I got from that. And, you know, it's fine. I don't mind Batman delivering some jokes, but it's almost like you want him to still be the the brooding, I don't want family. Uh, You know, you still kind of want that from him. Um, And then almost you almost want him to lighten up as the film goes along, rather yeah. than him just being, you know, jokey, jokey uh, all the time. Yeah. So, but seeing as he's the one that creates the whole team, it's uh, they've definitely gone a different way with him. And yeah, it's, and it's that's a weird thing for me too weird. because that's that's not really what happens. Uh, Batman actually hates the Justice League. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then there's everybody's favorite Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I'll say this. So the trailer made the movie look terrible, and I was pleasantly surprised. The one thing that the trailer delivered, in all honesty, was Aquaman. And yeah. he he is exactly what you'd expect from the trailer. He's just sort of hillbilly Aquaman, and he's not. there's not much else yeah. to him. Yeah, I, I did not care for him. I didn't care for it either, and he does nothing to redeem himself from the things that we've seen in the trailer, like you said. Um, and all of the, the... I think there's one time where I think he says yee at one point, and I, I lost it. I was like, no, no, you, you went full hillbilly. <laughs> so he's, he's a cowboy. Yeah. Oh, of the sea. Fuck. I hated it so much. Which I'm, and considering where he's found in the movie... He's sort of southerny 
Yeah, yeah, you know, Kid Rock vibe. Right. It just does not belong. And I feel like, you know, I get it. You were trying to, you were trying to make Aquaman less questionable. Is uh, is that the piece? I think that's the piece of word that I can use. Macho, I think. Yeah, right. They're trying to to make him more manly because you know Aquaman has been criticized for you know not really having that machismo that the other superheroes that surround him have. And so I get I get why they were trying to do that. Uh, I just feel like it didn't work, and I, and I feel like Jason's Momoa's performance could have been anyone. And I honestly have no desire to see an Aquaman film if that's if that's what it's going to be. None whatsoever. Um, I second that. Yeah. Um, and then there's Henry Cavill's weird face, um, that comes in. And, you know, I, I will say this. As weird as it was to watch him smile, I was glad that he finally did. It, you know, and there's moments in the film where you're like, oh yeah, that's Superman. Uh, and that was yeah, refreshing. He, he jokes and, yeah. and, and smiles. And, I mean, he's still wearing super dark colors, but. <laughs> He he is more the Superman that you'd expect. Yeah, which they said they would do, and I had my reservations. But honestly, I, I think it, it was something that was missing in both Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. Well, aside from his digital upper lip, I had no problems with him. Yeah, yeah, and it it does, it makes me think like, oh, Henry Cavill can be Superman, and he can be the the fun oh. Superman that we actually want to see. He's so. just been given piss poor direction. Yeah. that's all. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, you take somebody like Brandon Routh who was not a bad Superman, he was just in a terrible fucking Superman film. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think I think that's everything. Yeah, uh, do you want to talk exactly. action maybe for a second? I mean... We don't have to. You know, look, there's action in the film, but it's 90% special effects, so... Hey, we could we could get into that more, I suppose, like with the spoiler section. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, we can do that. So what what happens now? So what happens now is we rate the film. Right. Uh, it's out of five. Um, I'll go first since I've already spoiled what it's gonna be. Um, I am. I, I can't even believe I'm gonna do this. This is oh, fuck all. Uh, I am going to give it three out of five mother boxes. It it honestly pains me to rate this film that high because I did not think I was going to. Uh, and while that's middle of the road, it, honestly, I think that's the highest I've done outside of Wonder Woman. <laughs> so yeah, three, three out of five. I thought, uh, minus its glaring issues to me, I didn't leave the movie in, in anger. So. All right. Uh, so I am going to also give it, uh, three out of five mother boxes. You fucking cheater. Is that, is that how this works? No, you come up with your own. Oh. All right, so I, I'll, all right then, I'm going to give it uh, three out of five Amazonian leather bikinis. <laughs> we didn't even talk about how fucking weird that was. <laughs> that's solid. That's 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 good. So you're getting the hang of it. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, this has been Cineblokes, and uh, we'll do spoilers after this. Do we leave and come back? Oh yeah, no, we can we can go into it now. They know oh, they, right. that was the cue. Oh. Um, yeah, so now we can do our spoiler talk. Um, all right. So for me, there there was I had some some fanboy problems right out the gate with uh, with the formation of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. 
and actually even before that so the first time we see batman in the film and he he uh chases down that criminal on the rooftop oh fuck and all. he uses him as bait but the problem is that he starts he has this this criminal like standing right next to him and he starts talking to alfred in the comms and he says his name he says alfred did you get that and i wanted the criminal to be like who's alfred <laughs> Because in the comics, <laughs> he would never say that. He would, know, they had the name Penny One. And this is an issue that has bothered me in this... It bothered me in this film from the get-go. So that sets the precedent for how... How the fuck does nobody know that Bruce Wayne is Batman? He fucking walks around the entire film as Bruce Wayne, telling everybody he fucking meets his Batman. Uh, he would never do that. Ever. There is no fucking way. And I think you, I think Kalen had brought this up, uh, where he would watch the trailer when they did the first clip. And, you know, it's the scene where, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne is sitting to recruit the Flash. And I, I remember Kalen just being so angry. It was like, no, Bruce Wayne would not show up to recruit the fucking Flash. Batman would show up to recruit the Flash. And he does it through the entire film to the point where he's wearing his suit and he's got his little voice modulator and I'm like fucking why everybody I, knows who you are even if you were you know like gonna go as yourself you could pretend to be this billionaire who's putting together a team and then later you show up as Batman you're like I've got just, just be like I've got Batman in my corner yeah, but he right. doesn't do that he no. throws a batarang revealing that he's Batman. Yeah, it. Oh, God damn it! It irritated me. It, to, and then there's the moment where he's walking out with Aquaman, and they're just—they're in the—they're basically in the city. They're on this a weird, you know, t town, and there's people fucking walking by, and he's like, "Oh, so you're Batman, huh? All right, that's cool, Bruce Wayne." But I don't care if you're from fuck all Russia. I would immediately I mean, put two and two together. You, you, and I would have questions. You could make the argument that no one could understand what they were saying because they were speaking care. a different language. I in the don't bar. care. But I, I get your point. It's it's it's. But it's that kind of thing where it's just yeah. he's just out there all the time, and it's like how, he's he's very cavalier with yeah with and, being uh, Batman. It is a very poor interpretation of the secrecy. And the detective work and the contingency plans of Batman. Because his most important thing is to make sure that no one ever puts it together. And most, most of his rogue gallery don't. You know what I mean? It, there's a, there's a hand, you can count them on one hand that figure it out on their own. And for him to just walk around as Bruce Wayne telling everybody he's Batman, it's like, no, no, that's stupid. It's dumb. It irritated the fuck out of me the entire film. I agree. That's, yeah. That's for me. That was one of my biggest problems. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. Um, but otherwise, uh, I don't know if I got anything else very spoiled. Well, you know, they did spend an awful lot of time, more time than I expected, bringing Superman back to life. Now, I mean, we mentioned uh, you knew he was going to be in the film. Yeah. Uh, you know, right. But there was a lot of time dedicated. To actually bringing him back to fight the big bad. Yeah, and the film the film does take quite a bit of time to put everybody together. Over an hour of the film is spent really just recruiting and trying to do individual backstories. And but it, that didn't even feel like it had the right beats. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, usually you would have the team come together, even if it's under duress. And right. And then 
they have a falling out and then they don't work together and then they do work together yeah. to save the day. Right. I never felt that here. It never really happened. And they I feel like they tried but they, it never really all Because when they came, worked. when they it, came together for the first time, sure they got their asses kicked, but there was never like a moment of like, oh, we can't do this. You yeah. go your way, I'll go mine. Right. Which you would think, but yeah, because at that point they were all just like, we need Superman. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> oh yeah, that's we can't it. do this. We need. Let's go get the other bloke. And, and there was a minor disagreement about that. Yeah. But that wasn't like, well, if you're bringing him back, I'm fucking out. Yeah. Well, and even in that scene. Fucking Aquaman shows up and saves the day. You know what I mean? It, and it's like, well, then you're all together. Like, there's no falling out. Um, and I, I agree. There should have been, if you're going to follow the very simple, here's an alien invasion who's looking for mother boxes. The only person that can stop them is you. You've got to come together as a team. Everybody fucks off and they try to fight Steppenwolf on their own. They all get their asses kicked. They all decide they want to go their separate ways. And then, you know... I don't know. Somebody decides they want to raise Superman. I don't know. I don't know how they well, could work also, that out. But I never, just... I never felt the threat of Steppenwolf. Yeah, you that's know, also and, true. And I feel like recently, you know, the same thing with like Thor. As as dangerous as the villain is supposed to be, I never got the sense that oh, this is going to be a problem for the world. You know, Steppenwolf shows up, he demonstrates that he can handle all of them, no problem. Um, but then he fucks off to Russia and <laughs> and just sort of does his thing there. Yeah, and right. Even once he's got the three boxes together, it's you know, I never felt like, oh, he's going to take over the world. They, they just showed up and stopped him. Yeah, no, I agree. There, there and, really is no threat level. And, and which... once Superman got involved, it was laughable. Yeah, I, I know. And it, <laughs> he does... It is fun to watch him show up and be like, oh, you guys need a hand. Uh, and, you know, be kind of the jovial Superman who's, like, back from the dead and, you know, he's glad to help and he's got a team and, you know, whatever. But it, I, the, as soon as he showed up and just beat the ever-living shit out of Steppenwolf, I was like, oh, so there's no threat anymore, right? Like, we're, we're done. That's it. Like, that's all you needed. And, I mean, sure, the other, other parts of the team got their licks in too, but yeah. it really was, like... It, Seven Wolf could still knock them around pretty easily. Yeah, and right. Superman just shows up and just like lets him have it. <laughs> I don't think Stephen. It's a flawless victory. I don't think he got a single punch yeah. on Superman. No, Superman <laughs> took more damage from separating the mother boxes than he did from Stephen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I agree. There, there was not. There was not really a high threat level, which. It bothered me, but I do think that there was enough fun in the film that kind of helped you overlook a bit of that. Much like Thor Ragnarok, which to me was a much better film and a lot better done. But, you know, yeah, Hela's a great villain who is criminally underused and her threat never feels real. But you have so much fun watching the film unfold in the first place that it doesn't bother you. This one, it bothered me more because while the film was fun, it wasn't fun enough to make up for the fact that yeah, it was just kind of an anticlimactic ending. And it seems, for me, there's, so there's this stinger at the end that reveals Luther's escaped mm-hmm. and he brings in Deathstroke and he talks about making a league of their own, uh, which uh, that film was already made. I don't know why he would want to make that. <laughs> no, but... no, I'm sorry. He's referring to the Legion of Doom. Oh, why wouldn't he just say that then? I, That's weird. I don't know. Uh, but, so, um, 
I forgot my point. Sorry. So, no, uh, so, there's, uh, yeah, so, here's my point. Right. He mentions that the superheroes are forming a league, and I don't feel that the the end result of Steppenwolf showing up merited worldwide coverage. Like, to me, it was this backwater place in Russia where right. no one lived at some sort of abandoned reactor, and the the cataclysmic event that was supposed to happen never reached, you know what I mean, its event horizon. So it, the, the world was not affected by it. Mm-hmm. So I just, it doesn't feel like the hair world has the Justice League. Yeah, you know, right. It, it seems like it was sort of would have gone unnoticed. I, I think this was more. Of, I mean, obviously, Superman coming back from the dead would be hard to explain. Yeah, and I, I think and, it's. I, I think it has more to do with the idea that, uh, and I don't know why I'm justifying anything about this Lex Luthor because I fucking hate him, uh, but I think he would be hip to that knowledge. Uh, especially knowing that Superman, I mean, knowing that Superman has returned, knowing that, you know, Diana Prince and Batman all still exist, knowing that they have now teamed up. I feel like he would know that. Um, I can see why he would be hell bent on, you know, right. uh, you know, uh, creating the Legion of Doom. Well, not, I mean, that's, that's a fine argument, but my, I think my point was that just like uh, for being the Justice League film, it doesn't feel like the events of this film would have right. let the world know. Yeah, no, I agree. That and the I, Justice League is there. And I know, I know, Zack Snyder has caught a lot of backlash for the uh, collateral damage that has been created, which is why I think they fucked off to nowhere in Russia. Um, but. In doing that, yes, I agree. They, again, it goes back to the stakes, where there's just... You've got a villain who never really feels that threatening, and then you've got a place that he's taking over that nobody gives a shit about. I'm like, you know, I know you're worried about destroying buildings, but just... You're trying to do an apocalypse, so... Fucking... You can justify destroying a building because of an apocalypse, I feel like. Um... I don't know. I, I felt like, yeah, I well, agree. Well, and that's the, the thing is with, with Man of Steel, the collateral damage was a, a lot on Superman. And right. that's why he got so much blowback. But if you've got a villain that's causing collateral, da- sure. collateral damage, you know, that's fine. Yeah. They're villains. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> and, that's and their this, old goal. I, I, I don't think anyone died. No, no one dies. Except Steppenwolf. That's it. He's the only person that does. Even that's questionable. I'm sure he gets attacked by his own goons, but like yeah. he gets sucked back through the boom tube, and yeah, it's know, true. I'm sure he's going to be punished by Darkseid appropriately. Yeah, I'm but, sure he's not a fan. Uh, I will say, if you're waiting around for, there is a, a end credit scene, but it's not anything to do with Darkseid. It's it is not. just what we mentioned about Lex Luthor. Yeah, uh, there's a fun little sort of mid credit scene. Yeah, uh, that was everything. Yeah, it, it honestly, it was, again, it goes back to, oh, these characters are supposed to have fun. Um, and it, it's a great mid-credit scene. I, yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. I yeah. thought it was very well done. You know, because uh, it's been, I feel like in the comics it's been done a number of times, and that's Superman racing the Flash. And yeah. it's a fun little moment. It's probably one of the ones that Joss, you know. Yeah, a- absolutely. <laughs> so. He absolutely made that scene. <laughs> um yeah, but I think that's that's really it for spoilers. I, I don't know that there's too much that needs to be revealed, no, I, really I guess. In, yeah. I uh, mean, there's, there's sort of little nods to other characters, stuff that is probably going to be developed yeah. in their own movies. You know, we get to meet, I feel I think that's Mera. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really care for her performance. Uh, yeah, I didn't either. It, it all felt very. Something felt very Beverly Hills 90210 about it. Yeah, I know. Uh, and I, you know, look, I, I don't have any issue with Amber Heard, but I, I felt like everything that happened in Atlantis too. Again, it was one of those rushed things where it was like, "Hey, guess where he's from?" And, it, it and just, that's it. It just it doesn't tell us anything about any like, of them. It seems like they just don't know where Atlantis exists in the world. Right. You know, it's like, is it, is it in Texas? Is it in Southern California? Is it under the ocean and has its own thing going on? Yeah, right. Well, so, and if you, I mean, if you, it's it's the lost city of it. It's a fucking city. It's not, you know, they're not just out floating around in the random ocean. Like it's it's an yeah. it's a hidden city. And that's the thing, you know. Pick pick an accent. I don't care if they're all British. You know, as long as they all sound, you know what I mean? And, like, you can make the argument that's like, Aquaman left, but his southern thing makes no sense with where right. he goes. Yeah. <laughs> no, in, it doesn't at all. Where, they're in, like, Sweden or something, right? Like, Norway or something. It, his accent makes no sense. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> if he'd have found him on the beach of Malibu or something, maybe I could, I could see that. But it just doesn't oh, make shit. any sense. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't agree with it. it. Yeah, it was a weird. It was very weird. I, I will say this, uh, just in closing. I, I actually was sad that they just didn't go with Darkseid right up the gate. Um, and and my argument for that is, if you're gonna do an end credit scene that is, because one, I think Darkseid would have felt more threatening. Um, and if you get, let me back up for a moment. If you're going to basically redo Justice League War. Then just do Justice League War. No one's really gonna get that. you. You went three quarters of the way anyway, so just, yeah. just give us the villain that we want. And my argument for that is one, Darkseid would be a lot more threatening. Uh, two, you won't really kill Darkseid. You'll just send him back, and you know you can you can do all kinds of things with that. You can show us the Phantom Zone. You can do all kinds of things. So. I would have much rather have seen Darkseid instead of Steppenwolf rather than trying to pace it out because the end credit scene is the Legion of Doom. So right. you don't need to save off for a big baddie if that's the direction that you're going. I, but the thing about that, I don't have a problem with that because what that does is, you know, they're trying to create this cinematic universe and so that gives them something to tie everything together with the villains as well uh, for the individual pictures you know so i don't necessarily have an issue with yeah, that i guess and if you're going the sort of you know even if it's a bit slapdash uh but using the the marvel sort of format then you would do you know you're in justice league 3 yeah. you would have dark side show up although with the way dc does things i feel like it's going to be uh the next justice league or not? Maybe not. Maybe it'll just oh, yeah. be. It'll be like the next Man of Steel. It'll be, uh, you know, Darkseid versus Superman, <laughs> which is a uh, great fight, by the way. And then of, Supergirl comes yeah, in, Fall of Justice or something <laughs> like that. I don't, you know. I I think, and also too, I don't think they alluded to Darkseid enough, um, especially if you're gonna do somebody like Steppenwolf, uh, who's the first lieutenant to this guy, like. You gotta let us know that he's not fighting on his own. You know mm. what I mean? Like he's, only, the name's only mentioned once. Yeah, and it's only once. Yeah, he, it, everything else he does for the mother boxes, which is fine, but you have to tell us why that's so important. It goes beyond 
the unity in creating the world. Hey. He's creating the world for Darkseid. That and, is and what it is. And that's one of the, the things that I felt like when you cram all the story in, right. so we have to learn about Steppenwolf. We have to learn about the mother boxes, but you don't give it enough time to fully explain uh, where they come from, from right. Apocalypse and, right. and Darkseid and all that stuff. So, and you know, sure, you got to save a little bit for later, but these are things that we probably should know because yeah. you make mention of Darkseid, but nobody, if you don't read the comic books, you don't know who that is or yeah. if that's a thing. Yeah, right. And it, it, you're doing so much exposition that you might as well just say why it's so important to stop Steppenwolf you want to stop not just because it's him. You want to stop him so that Darkseid doesn't come here. That's the whole point, is that he can't come and create Apocalypse on your land. That's what he does. Uh, and, you know, I felt like if you're going to cram it all in, then just give us something. Give us more than one reference uh, from a character we already know shit about. So those, those, are, my, those are my beefs. When it comes to the spoilers, um, so not a perfect film uh, by any means, no. but uh, it was honestly a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I, it, I, you know, I saw Thor and uh, I liked it, and uh, this was not that fun. No, but it not. was still, you know, leaps and bounds better than Batman v Superman yeah. or Suicide Squad. Yeah, I agree. Was it was it Wonder Woman? Not quite. No, no. Um, but still, the it's it's. The right direction. I I would agree. I would put it. I would put it below Wonder Woman, um, and but definitely above the 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 aforementioned film. Even Man of Steel. I you know, at least yeah. with this one, it, you know, sure there's a bit that drags, but for the most part, because there are fun moments, it allows you to keep enjoying the film. I'd say the you know the lesson here is that the less Zack Snyder is involved, the better. Oh, I know it's so true. <laughs> I don't know why they keep going with him. <laughs> Look, maybe just, you know, write, write another 300 for him to direct or something. No, they already did that. It was awful. Yeah, but he didn't direct it. You oh, know yeah, what I'm that's right. Yeah. Like, write yeah. another one that takes place again at the same time, but in a different place. <laughs> yeah. Let him go do All over. <laughs> and then leave this to other people. Yeah, More I, I agree. People. I agree. I, I, the Zack Snyder effect is, uh, is glaring, and I... I I feel bad for saying this because I know he had to leave for tragic reasons, but you know, it, it does seem like when he is not fully involved, they tend to do better. And I think Warner Brothers should definitely take hip to that uh, and and pay attention. Yeah, uh, Joss Whedon brought a, a lot in the, the reshoots, and I don't know what was reshot and what wasn't, but I'm pretty much assume that anything that was funny. Yeah. yeah, it was probably his doing. Yeah. So. Yep. So, all right. Well, this has been a very long Cineblokes, and uh, we will talk at you after the next film. Yeah.